Hello friends, I am so excited to get to share this podcast episode with you all that I did with my friend Pastor Andrew. He truly has an incredible heart for the Lord and this was such a blessing and encouragement to me and I know that it will be a blessing and encouragement to you. So enjoy. Well, I'm so glad like you were able to come on. Honestly, I'd wanted to do this a while ago and then just never got around to doing it. Oh, I got <laughs> you. life goes, but thank you so much. <laughs> oh, well, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So I guess like kind of what I sent you um, was kind of what I was thinking about talking about this time um but i guess like for for those um listening like what what can you share like what you a little bit about what you do and um then we'll go from there yeah so i i would say i have two jobs in life i have uh, my secular job which is um i work at a hot sauce factory but um the job that I would say I'm more passionate about is I am an associate pastor at my church with my father. Uh, we started the church uh, like about 12, 13 years ago at this point. And we're seeing many people saved and um, having, I was ordained just a few years ago. Uh, I think it was in 2018. Yeah, it was around 2018. So um, I used to do uh, prison ministry. Uh, I used to do a lot of that, but COVID really put the kibosh on that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, but, and as of now, you still can't go into the, uh, into our uh, local prison, but uh, hopefully one day, hopefully one day. Yeah. How have you seen like church ministry change after, you know, before and after COVID? Oh man. So one thing, what the, obviously the, the biggest thing in every single church has seen this is you have seen, first of all, a decline in attendance. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. first and foremost, Mm -hmm. mostly because people are scared. Um, Now, look, if you're, you know, my my position has always been, you know, if you're elderly or you're sickly, please stay home, Mm -hmm. you know, you know. um, But some people are just flat out, you know, scared of it. And, you know, um, I don't believe the Lord has given us a spirit of fear. And really, I think it's more of an attack on the church to stop the church from coming together because great things happen when the church is together. Mm. You, know, um, you just look mm-hmm. at, um, uh, it was 40 days after uh, Christ's death when the uh, apostles were in the upper room. You know, great things happened when they were together. So um, definitely, I think it was an attack on that. Um, but I think, what it did was, and I hate saying it this way, but I think there was a part of it where it kind of got rid of, and I hate saying it that way, but it skimmed off the people who were just kind of lukewarm to mm, church. Interesting. You know? mm-hmm. And as much as I hate saying that, and I hate, you know, um, classifying it that way, um, but that's the way I've kind of seen it. But as I've, as time has gone on, you've seen we, we and other churches around, you know, I talked to a bunch of pastors around the area. Um, I've seen lots of them, people come back, you know, mm-hmm. and what, but um, definitely you've seen, like, if, if somebody was just coming to church to try to uh, 
get some sort of a to get a, a, a just a medal with the Lord or something like that. They uh, they they've left, and you know maybe it's for the best. I don't know. Um, I'd rather see them come back, but I'd rather have ten people who are on fire for the Lord than a hundred people who are just lukewarm. Mm. That's what I'd say. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Like, what do you think have been, what's maybe been your biggest challenge or maybe your biggest opportunity like now in being able to maybe reach that specific demographic of people? So a big thing that has happened in a lot of churches, we're already kind of adapting their way into this, but we've seen uh, with like the rise of being able to use social media to be able to, you know, post sermons, post messages, to be able to grab those people or just people in general. Because, I don't know, if you go back 15 years ago or so, uh, a lot of churches didn't even want to touch streaming a service. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. they didn't want to touch that, you know. Uh, But now everyone does it, which is a great thing because then it's saved. And you never know a message you preached 10 years ago might touch somebody, you know, yeah. might touch that one person. So that has been a enormous, an enormously great thing that's happened. Now we, now we were already streaming our services beforehand, but um, we, it opened up to, for us to start posting them on like YouTube, stuff like that, just so it's out there. And honestly, you know, let us upload 500 sermons or so if it touches one person and saves one person it's definitely worth it Mm, yeah wow that's awesome (laughs) i love that so i guess one of the things that to kind of go i guess that goes along with that in in church ministry i guess is two things so i'll ask you this question first and that is like one of the things that i talk a lot about on this podcast is like that being single is a snapshot of your life. And it's, you know, it's like going to college or uh, getting your first job. Like it's a moment or a snapshot in your life. So I guess uh-huh. looking back for you, my first question is looking back for you, like what, what did that look like doing church ministry, like being single and doing, um, doing church ministry together? Oh, yeah. So the first thing people would ask you, especially when you're an ordained minister, is where's your wife? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. And, you know, I yeah. get it. I yeah. get it. You know, it's fine. You know, <laughs> um, but when you hear it like 10, 15 times in a year and it's just like, OK, you know, like, can you please stop? Yeah. You know, <laughs> because it feels like such a pressure thing, you know, Um it was, uh, I remember maybe like two years ago, I w- we were doing our men's meeting and, uh, and I was, I was, I don't remember what I was teaching one, but uh, as you know, Bible studies can get off course, you know, easily, as, it's yeah. just very easily can get <laughs> yeah. off course. So uh, one of the guys just started talking about marriage and uh, my dad starts saying something and he goes, you know, cause all of us are basically married. Oh, I know not you, Andrew. And everyone's like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. I'm just like, thank you, Dad. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, I mean, it's fine. You know, to be yeah. fair, um, I learned how to embrace it, honestly. Mm, um, that's so good. As you, you, you can't, you can't 
get ahead of the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So one thing, you know, I, I know something you had kind of messaged me beforehand to kind of talk about was something that the Lord kind of showed you. I don't know if you were going to ask me that right off the bat. But um, one of the things the Lord showed me, right, in just being single for so long was his will is just as important as his timing. Mm. So, you know, for years, you, you know, people might sit here and, you know, wonder like, man, I've been, you know, I'm an adult. I've been adult for, you know, five, six years and I haven't, you know, met Mr. and Mrs. Wright, you know, but, you know, the children of Israel in biblical times, for years, they wanted a king, a king that they could see, a king mm. that they, they wanted this more than anything. So what did they do? They rushed the gun and they ended up getting exactly what they wanted. They got Saul, even though the Lord had called David to be the first king of Israel. If you try to get out of God's timing, it's going to affect things in your life. That's what I'm saying. You know, like mm-hmm. the Lord has, call, mm-hmm. I believe the Lord has called every single person to have that, signif- that significant other. Mm-hmm. But if you're mm-hmm. getting out of the time, the time of the Lord, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to affect yourself in bad ways. And you can read about what Paul would do. I mean, the, the Lord would come and he would say, uh, he would say through the prophet, he will take. He will take your money. He will take your sons. He will take your daughters. He'll take all these things. And this is just because they went out of God's timing. If they would have waited another like 10 years or so, David would have been anointed king and they would have had a much easier time in their life. Mm. But because they rushed it. And that's what I'm saying, you know, Mm -hmm. being single. Okay, sure. It can it can be. It, it, it could be challenging. It, it can be, sure. But I would also argue on the same time that being in a relationship takes a lot of work as well. So the Lord's preparing you for that. Mm. You know, um, I remember that uh, it was right before, it was right before, uh, actually, it was kind of funny. Five days or so before I met my current girlfriend, before I met her, my my one of my best friends, we were uh, we were talking right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I was at his house, you know, and I had made the joke because they had gotten married. Him and his wife they had gotten married in 2021, right? So, and I had made the joke. I went, Ryan, the Lord blessed you with a wife. And I went and he blessed me with a fish. I got a fish. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and they all laughed, you know. But later on, because I'm I'm good friends with his wife, mm-hmm. she came up to me and she goes, you know, something my mentor told me. She goes, even though you might be ready for a relationship, it's very well possible the one the Lord has for you isn't ready. Mm. And you wouldn't want to meet them outside of being ready that's so good so that's what i would say oh that's awesome so like yeah where are you now in all of that well uh are you talking about my current situation yeah 
Yeah, so I I actually uh that all took place on January first. Uh-huh. And I ended up uh I ended up meeting uh, ended up meeting a really nice girl on uh January tenth. Name's Haley. Hi Haley. I think she's gonna listen to this later. Um and ended up meeting her on January tenth and uh became official in February. So we've made four months at this point. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that is so, awesome. Yeah, and it's amazing how, and it's true. If I would have met her in 2021, I'm not going to go into details on that, but if I would have met her in, 2020, in 2021, I wouldn't have been ready. Mm. But the Lord knew what he was doing because his will, and again, I believe he has the will for every single person, you, me, everyone who listens to this, everyone really in the world, everyone who is his child, his will is for them to have a wife or a husband. I mean, what does he say in, in Genesis, man? He was, yeah. it's not good for man to be alone. Yeah. You know, but his timing is just as important. Mm. You might be ready, but that person, that special person who is, uh, meant for you may not be ready and if you meet them at the wrong time or you go ahead and you and you you know if that would happen it it may destroy anything that could be Mm. Mm -hmm. the lord the lord will work miracles he will move mountains for you to meet the right person at the right time Mm. i believe that yeah yeah oh man that's awesome like so for you, like, what, what do you think looking back for you, like where, from where you are now looking back, like, what do you think were some of the things that helped you like not outpace God and to, you know, to, to stick with that, with the timing that he had for you? It comes back to, you know, okay. So we follow, you know, Paul would say, follow me as I follow Christ, right? So one thing the Lord did whenever after he died on Calvary's cross, he ascended up into heaven. And what does it say he did? He sat at the right hand of the Father, that sitting that represents what rest. Mm. You have to rest. Don't worry. Like people, people get into they they worry too much. You know, um me, it's you just have to trust him because just tr- trusting him. I mean, look, was it hard for Moses when he was cast out of Egypt? Remember, called to be the deliverer, cast out of Egypt for 40 years. At some point in those 40 years, you know, doubt came into his mind. Mm-hmm. Doubt came into his mind. The man's called to be the deliverer. And mind you, when, when he came back to Egypt, the man was 80, in his 80s. You know, he wasn't a spring chicken. Right. You know, he wasn't, right. you know, he was, he was old, you know. But again, it was God's will for him to be the deliverer. But it was also in his timing. Mm-hmm. The, you know, it's the famous mm-hmm. saying. I don't know if you've ever heard it. I've, you know, people around here at least have heard it. You know, it took about four days for Moses to get out of Egypt. 
but it took God 40 years to get Egypt out of Moses. Oh, I hadn't heard that before. And sometimes, and sometimes it takes time to get things out of you. I'll just say on my end, the Lord had to take out a lot of things out of me. Again, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Right. And you know what? He's not waiting for you to be perfect. Right. But he's waiting for you to get to the point where you can be imperfect with, with the other person. Mm. Oh, that's good. So, so you have to, so like you have to just rest in him. Know that he has someone for you and just wait upon him. Now, look, it doesn't mean that you don't stop looking, you know, that right. you don't keep your antenna, you know, all the way, you know, trying to find somebody, but you don't sweat over it. You don't worry about it. Just rest in him. And when it happens, it will be the greatest thing that's ever happened to you. Just like an example, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've dated around and whatnot. And, you know, Haley, the one I'm with now, I mean, my God, it, we have clicked in so many great ways. The Lord has really touched us and shown us so many great things. Oh, so I love that. Just, just as an encouragement to everyone listening, I, you know, I'm 26 years old right now. You know, I dated a little bit in high school. I really hadn't dated much as an adult, but really just waiting upon the Lord and trusting him. And, and, you know, like, look, I had the opportunity. I had opportunities. I could have mm. been with other people, but that would have been the same way as the children of Israel with Saul. You know, it wasn't God's timing. So that's what I would say. Oh, that's so good. And that's such an encouragement, I think, to me and, and to other people, too, of like, yeah, being able to trust God's timing in that. Um, so I, I know that you mentioned before, like, what what God has been teaching you, but do you have, like, do you have anything to add to that? About? Um, Just on about waiting or um, being single or, or anything, really. So I actually had a scripture because I know you, yeah. you had said you, you like had said uh, to have like something encouraging for everyone. Yeah. And you know I'm a, I'm I'm a big scripture user. Uh, I don't know about all of you. I'm a big scripture user. So I love it. Philippians. I'm reading from a King James version, by the way. Uh, Philippians four eleven. This is Paul uh, talking. Obviously, he's writing a letter to the Philippian church. And this is all, this is mostly speaking about, you know, money and whatnot, but it's really about your situation. It says, not that I speak in respect of want, just meaning that he has wants and needs. For I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Mm. That's what I would say in whatever state you're in, um, whether it's single or uh, being with somebody or married, whatever, in whatever state you're in, you should be content because mm -hmm. that's what the Lord wants you right now. That is so good. Wow. <laughs> wow. That all of that is so good and such an encouragement um, to me. And I know will be to my listeners like, 
but before you go, like, do you have anything else that you would like to share um, with my listeners? As I said, the Lord had to take things out of me to make me ready to have this role um, and be open and willing to sit on that surgery table for him to remove things. As I would say, though, you know, um, uh, maybe the question would be posed, well, how do you sit? How, how do you stay that way? Mm. And, uh, you know, a lot of because pastors are very pastors are very good at just saying, have faith. Well, how do you have faith? The only way you can keep the faith, the only way that you can be content where you are is by trusting what Christ did at Calvary's cross. Because at, at the cross, everything was atoned for. Not just your sin, but everything that goes on in your life was paid for and done for there. That's how you have faith, is trusting in him. Because it's not our works that gets it done. It's his work that got it done. Mm -hmm. So he's already, he already has the perfect person out there for every single one of us. And he's going to move in his timing. You know, it was interesting, the moment, whenever you had messaged me about, you know, kind of just have like a little bit of structure on, on, on what you want to say, the yeah. first thing that came to my mind was God's timing is just as important as his will. Mm. And that's what I want to really stress to everyone is it may seem like it's the perfect time for you, but it may not be God's timing. Mm. You know, um, as I said, you know, the Lord had to remove things out of my heart, out of my life. And at work, at, at my secular job, I have a lot of time. I can pray. I can, you know, I have a, I have a lot of free time. I can do these I can do these things. Mm -hmm. So I was praying and I was walking through our facilities and whatnot. And I felt the, this was back in, this was back last year, around like October. Mm. He dropped something into my heart and it was prepare your barrel for there's a sound of abundance of rain. And immediately I knew what it was. Well, I knew what one of the things was, I didn't know something else was going to come into it. But I knew that the Lord was about to answer a prayer. And one of those prayers was to be in a relationship, to find that person that makes me happy and I can make her happy. And he answered that within a few months, actually. Mm -hmm. And the other thing was he removed things out of my heart that were there. And what I'm saying is prepare your barrel because there's about to be an overwhelming amount of rain in each and every one of your lives. Yeah. So I'd say that's my final word to everyone. Yeah. Wow. That is so good. Thank you so much for your time and for your wisdom. And oh my gosh, wow. There's so much to that, but it's just such a good a good reminder and just I think of God's faithfulness and just his 
I think just that he sees like he's he is above us and he sees over us and he can see all the pieces of our lives that we can't see ourselves you know and is working to bring that together he knows he knows the times that you have spent in bed crying over this one subject he knows the times that you have you're, you're right that he he sees all these things but he also feels these things mm. you know remember when he was on, on the cross the father turned you know had to turn his back on him and he had the entire sin of the world upon him at this point it was like it was losing somebody you know he lost that comfort that was with him for the time that he was on there he knows that hurt that you're feeling you know, he knows those things. And to, um, I know a lot of people, you know, uh, they're, they're like, oh, you know, just, you know, suck it up or, or whatnot. Yeah. You know, but I understand that hurt, you know, I understand that because my sister, who is five years older than me, she got married at 19, 19, mm. you know, I'm 26 now. I am not married, you know? So immediately in my immediate family and my uh, extended family became the standard. Oh, it's you're 19. Mm. You're not married, you know? And yes, it can come across as hurtful. Obviously people don't mean it that way. Right. I think that's something we have to remember. Yeah. Definitely. He sees you at those times in your heart and in your life, but he cares and he wants to comfort you because you know what, you know, your day is coming. Uh, prepare your barrel. Just prepare your heart. Get ready to receive what the Lord has for you. Hey, thanks again for listening today. My heart with the Single Space Podcast is to encourage just one person in this moment of life we call singlehood. And you can do the same by sharing, downloading, or following the podcast or by leaving a review. See you next week.